Hi, so I know I haven't done an episode in a long time, but that's because I was so uninspired and I was so busy. So finally now I have a topic that I want to talk about. So I'm going to make this a series, but basically what we're going to do is we're going to, on my letterbox, I have lists made where, for example, if I watch, like I watched the movie The Perfection yesterday, and it was from 2018. So there's a list called 2018 Movies Ranked, and I put... I rank all the 2018 movies I've watched. Doesn't matter when I watch them, but if they just have to be made and re- they just have to be released in 2018. So we're gonna go through all the 2018 movies. I have a lot. I have like a couple lists. I have before the 2000s, like the 1900s. Then I have the 2000s. Then I have 2010 to 2016. Then I have 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and then 2021 separately. So today we're going to go through 2018 separately because it's one of the shortest lists I have. And I really don't have enough time right now to talk about 2019 because 2019 was the year for movies. So I want, I'm so excited for that one because I have so much to say. But 2018 movies ranked. So the first movie I, I have is, these are in the order that I have ranked them. So I'm starting from the, I should start from the last one, right? No, actually I'm going to start from the first one. So they might, the best movie, so, okay, so I know I'm going to, like I could literally watch a 2018 movie five days from today. So that obviously won't be included right now. But I'll try to make like separate videos for every movie that I watch in the future. So these are just the ones that I have watched till today, which is the 25th of September. So happy one year of tickets to my downfall, you guys. That I'm so excited. I love that album so much. Okay. So the first movie is The Grinch. Now, okay. <laughs> it's being the first movie people will be like, what? The Grinch? Because so many good movies were released in 2018. But yes, The Grinch. Also, please ignore this background noise. I'm trying to find something. Oh, I found it. Okay. So The Grinch. Yes, yes, yes. I love The Grinch so much. It I watch it on my TV. I don't really watch a lot of movies on my TV because I like to I like privacy and I, they, I God I don't get any privacy while I'm on my TV. So I watched that on my TV, and it was so good. It's oh The Grinch is my spirit animal. It's yeah. The more the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing that The Grinch is my spirit animal. And that is that. So, The Grinch, of course, first and foremost, I love that movie so much. I haven't rewatched it since, but I just love it so much. It's so good. Um, yes, love that movie. Second movie is Bird Box. Now, I know this was like a huge thing in 20. When it came out, you know, when it came out, it was like everyone was watching it, everyone was talking about it, everyone was making memes. And I was so close to watching it, but I never actually did. Because I was like, eh, I don't know. But it did seem like something I would watch, but I just didn't. And I'm so glad I didn't because um, Machine Gun Kelly is in this movie. And I didn't know who Machine Gun Kelly was, I didn't know who Machine Gun Kelly was back then. But now I, I watched this movie because of him, because I love him. So when I watched this movie, I, his character is probably my favorite character. He's so good. I love this movie so much. So, yes, I love this movie. It was a little too long, but I got the ending I wanted. I got the drama. 
It was pretty much everything I expected from this movie. Maybe even better, actually. Colson's character was such a breath of fresh air. And I just really liked this movie a lot. It didn't feel like two hours, which was like the best thing because I hate long movies. Okay, maybe I don't hate it, long movies. I, my, one of my favorite movies is Titanic. It's like three hours long. But it doesn't feel like it, you know, it doesn't feel like it. So, I love this movie. Now, the third movie on this list is The Hate You Give. So, I watched this around the time when, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests were on the rise and everything with George Floyd. And I'm so glad I did because it was it really just awakened me and to a whole new world that I never knew existed. Like, the beginning, the opening scene of that movie where this father is teaching his children about what to do when the police comes to you and it was just so eye-opening and I really really resonated with it and I wanted to read the book I even started reading the book but I didn't ever finish it so it was a great movie I rewatched it since then I love Amanda I love Sabrina even though I despise her character like so much everybody should everybody should the fourth movie on this list is Rampage. I actually watched this in cinema. What happened was my aunt watched this in cinema and she loved it. And she asked all of us. She literally had to, she literally took my grandparents to watch this movie. And then me and my family went too. So I cried so much. The ending. Oh my god. Okay, this is so embarrassing to me. It's not embarrassing to admit I cried this little shit, but this was such a good movie, and I rewatched it multiple times because I have younger siblings, and my mom wants them to watch it because it's like so good. Because it's like cinematic and dramatic, like everything. It's so cool, and it's a good movie. And I didn't realize Dwayne Johnson went. Dwayne Johnson was in it until I went and watched the movie, so that was a plus. And there are a few like NSFW like hints and so when I was watching it in cinema with my parents I was like shit god okay pretend you do not understand anything so that's what I have to do next fifth is the nun it's a little higher than one might expect but rightfully so I mean the movies after these this are actually really good but the nun as bad as it was was enjoyable and that is so annoying because even the shittiest movies are so enjoyable so how do you expect me to rank them but the nun was it's not one of my favorite conjuring i don't i'm okay they need to stop making conjuring movies i just need to put this out in the universe it's just not doing it for me i need good horror and only mike flanagan is giving it to me and james wan james wan put some respect and 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 i forgot his name no Oh my god, the director of Get Out and Oh god, oh Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele. And Ari Aster. These are my holy trinity of directors that are like so superior. So the nun was just like meh, it wasn't really good. I I mean none of the movies are scary. None of the movies in the conjuring universe are scary. And that's on that. So but I don't know why it's so hype. But I was kind of underwhelmed, but maybe that was because I didn't really understand what was going on because I did watch it like a couple years ago. I think I watched it like last year. I don't know. And also Frenchie's character just made the movies like, maybe like 1,500 times better and for them to do him dirty like that at the end. Hateful. Truly hateful. So also I just want to say, <laughs> okay, this ranking could definitely be changed. Like I literally change it every two weeks. So 
It could be very different. It could be the complete opposite of what it is right now. Because some of it's grow on me. Some are like, maybe it wasn't that good. Maybe I was just being generous. Okay, so it changes. But these opinions are for now. So the next movie after The Nun is Hereditary. Another horror movie. A classic, loved by every single person I know. But for me, I, I really want to rewatch this movie because when I was watching it, kind of got bored because I was watching it right after I watched Midsommar. And Midsommar was like, oh my god, I love this movie. So for me to watch Hereditary, I know it's not like the classic horror. And I didn't expect classic like jump scare horror. I love psychological horror probably even more than jump scare horror. It just fucks you up on another level. And, yeah, I just didn't do what I expected it to do. But I love, like, the entire synopsis and the entire theme that the story revolves around. I think it's scary. I just, oh, my God. Okay, spoilers alert. I love that scene. Oh, my God. I don't love it. But that scene has given me such bad PTSD. The Charlie's head scene. Oh, my God. I literally cannot i you know what's so funny um okay my parents were always when i was younger were like don't put your hand or your head out or your any of your limbs out of the window and i was always like why what are the chances of me being hit by a car almost non-existent but then i watched this movie and i was like "Uh, maybe they are right maybe i shouldn't keep my limbs hanging out like that so because the chances however many much they might be are not zero so always be careful about that. always be careful rest in peace charlie we love you we miss you and the movie after that we have is perfect the perfection i watched this last night so i definitely have a lot more to say about this than i did for the other movies because i kind of don't remember what my initial thoughts were but this movie okay Basically, what happened is The Midnight Mass came out by Mike Flanagan. I went to watch that on illegal websites, as I should. We have to broke to have Netflix. So I went to search for that, but it wasn't available there yet. So I was like, okay, what should I watch then? So I googled Netflix plot twist movies, and this was one of the ones that showed up. The cover was very intriguing, so I kind of immediately clicked it and watched the trailer. And the comments were like, holy shit, holy shit. And the one comment that got me was... If you're thinking about watching this, please just go do it. Please just go do it. So I did. And I was I was definitely not disappointed. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I don't know why it's so down. I don't know why it's not higher up on this list, honestly. But basically, I didn't expect it to be like this. I don't know what I expected it to be like. But the entire theme about it being right around sexual assault and that predator and that fucker. And it was just like, wow, I did not expect the movie to like this to turn out like that but i was very oh the ending was so satisfying loved the ending uh, the plot twist girl the two plot twists my jaw i had to pick it up on the floor from the floor god damn it the plot twists were so good i was so against charlotte like when we in the first half but then i realized oh my god i was wrong i was so wrong and then i was against elizabeth because he was inciting with Charlotte, and then I was like, oh my god. I was kind of expecting it to go like the Black Swan or Nocturne or Whiplash way, where it's like the obsessed artist trope, which it was. It was definitely that, but I didn't expect the main motif to be 
such a promising young woman done wrong kind of thing. Because promising young woman, I love that movie. That was my best, one of my favorite movies. Love that movie. The score, everything about it. Okay, we'll get into that movie when we get to twenty twenty movies. It's one of my highest rated ones, as it should be. But oh my god. It, this movie is not bad at all. It was really good, actually. And for this to be around a Netflix movie, it definitely could have been better if it wasn't a Netflix movie because, like, it's kind of cringy at some points. They literally swore in every single sentence. But maybe that's just me. Good for them. And I love the ending. That's all I'm going to say. And I hated the men and the women in that show, except the main characters. And also the man on the bus who knew English. Yes, very important. Love him, we stand him in this household. The next movie is Two All the Boys I've Loved Before. Now, I watched this when it came out. Okay, not when it came out, but like a couple years or a couple months after that. But I don't remember much about this movie. The entire like trilogy is completely messed up in my brain. I don't know what happened in the first one. I don't know what happened in the second one. I don't know what happened in the third one. I just know something happens. And this isn't one of the first trilogy that Netflix has because the Kissing Booth exists, and I haven't watched Kissing Booth, but I know exactly what's going on in that. And basically every single Netflix trilogy is basically like the first part is girl meets guy, fall in love. Second part is girl meets another guy, they fall in love. The other guy is tensed. Third move and third movie is girl chooses guy, but guy but she has to go to a school or a college. So she has to choose between her career and her relationship. So it's just like, oh my god, how do you this is such a privileged white thing to say because the least of my worries, if I was them, would be my relationship. Well, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I haven't been in that sort of love. I've never been in love. But maybe I've just never been in love. So maybe I don't know what it feels like. But I would never choose a relationship over my career. God, especially like a boyfriend over my relationship. That is just, to me, insane. Do long distance. I don't care. Do long distance. Please, just figure something out. Okay, I'm back. So I think I was talking about To All the Boys I loved it for. And I think I said pretty much everything I wanted to. But yeah, it's like I was saying, it's not as bad as the other trilogies that have existed on Netflix. From what I've heard, from what I've heard, things all the moments in the movie I were actually really cute and were like making me be like, yay, you're so cute and I want this so bad. But I'm so happy for you. So it was definitely not that bad. Plus, oh my god, this movie, the second one, started my obsession for Ash. Ash, how do you say her name? But you know the one who sang moral of the story oh my god that song had me crying for a year straight i still am actually but she oh my god i would die for that song that was just that was just so heartwarming so yes there were very high so many highs in this movie not specifically any lows i mean it's not the best like most cinematically pleasing and or like a robinson era kind of production that is not what it pretends to be but it's not a a particularly bad trilogy okay next one we have a quiet place now i know this movie has been like 
out for so such a long time. And the part two came out this year, but we're talking about part one right now because it's a 2018. I watched it this year, actually a few days ago, in August, I think. And I don't know what I was expecting, but it was kind of... It's not a bad movie. It was actually the first part. This part was actually quite enjoyable and engaging. But we'll get to the second part when we talk about the second part. But this part was fine. It was actually really good. Um, obviously, major bird box vibes. And yeah, not a lot to say about it. There wasn't much going on in the movie. It was just like repetition of the same thing over and over again, which I don't particularly mind as long as it didn't get me bored. So, yeah. The next movie we have after that is Mary, Queen of Scots. I actually watched this a very long time ago. Like, I think 2019, 2018, probably. Uh, not 2018, 2019 or 2020. Probably 2019. So, I have no idea what happened in this movie. All I know is this Margot Robbie and Sir Sharon and are in it. I absolutely adore and I know, oh my god, okay, I know Joe Alwyn is in this movie, oh my god, and there's this one scene that just stuck with me where it, it was so thought-provoking because he was like, okay, I gave you a child, and I was like, wow, it's that easy, her entire life is gonna be dependent on those five seconds, that was like, that really opened my mind, it's crazy how reproduction works, like, bruh, like, how do you change an entire her entire life's trajectory in like two seconds? That was to me completely insane. That scene, I don't know why that kind of stuck with me, but I know what happens to Mary Queen of Scots. The reason why I watched this movie is because I read the book, uh, Mary Queen of Scots. I don't know if that's like an actual book, but it was like a very small like mini story in our li- in our school's library. So I kind of read it with my friend. And I was like, whoa, and then I watched the movie because I wanted to. So, that's the main reason I watched this movie. Then we have second to last movie, Love, Simon. Now, I know everybody adores this movie. I did too, I did too. It wasn't technically bad. But I don't know what it was, but I was after all the hype that I had like seen about this for the longest time, I was kind of expecting a lot more than what I got like the ending scene and like the peaks were so anticlimactic I wasn't really feeling anything I thought I would cry it did not it wasn't just, it didn't do much for me but I think it's a cute movie especially like a coming of age movie or like coming to terms with your sexuality or stuff like that so it wasn't a bad movie but it was not my favorite movie or it kept me entertained but it was like kind of like I expected more you know like that kind of thing okay last movie on this list for now of course I could be watching way more movies like I said in the beginning but for now it's Sierra Burgess is a loser and I might as say I agree with the title you can tell by the first five minutes of this movie that it's a Netflix movie because it's so shitty and Oh my god, if I were Netflix, I would literally be ashamed of myself for this movie's existence. Like, what was going on in this movie? I did not even realize what was going on until like halfway through. I'm pretty sure I slept through the second half, but oh my god, this was such a boring movie. And Sierra Bridges is a loser. I must agree. I'm sorry. But it's true. Even Tall Girl was more 
at least it was watchable and more enjoyable. Not enjoyable, but at least it didn't make me like want to break my pawn. <coughs> oh my god. What is happening? Okay. So uh, even Tall Girl wasn't that bad. So you know it's bad. You know a movie is bad when it when it goes even below the Tall Girl standard because the Tall Girl is such a shitty movie. So this is oh my god. It's like they're praying for it's they say the bar was low but they brought a shovel because oh my god that thing was made for this movie specifically I'm pretty sure. So 2018 wasn't particularly, I think that's the end of the, like, review session or whatever we're calling it. But 2018 wasn't particularly the best year for music, but it wasn't the worst either. We had a couple hits, we had a couple miss, misses, like we do every single year. So, it, there, yeah, I think that's pretty much how I, that's all I wanted to talk about. I'm so excited to do one for 2019 and obviously, like, the other categories I mentioned in the beginning. So, we'll be looking forward to that. So, yeah. I'm s um, I think that's all. Bye.